Hospital. We want to get you out to our latest uh, edition of a really fun segment that we do here through KHNL out of Honolulu, Hawaii, called Unraveling Your Traveling. I'm going to send it out to Studio B with Ryan Piers and Jonathan Sapi. Great to be joined by Hawaii News Now's digital anchor, Jonathan Sapi for Unraveling Your Traveling. Jonathan, you always present great advice and some really cool video, too. So thanks for jumping on again today. Absolutely. Aloha to you. We've made it halfway through this work week. So we're almost to that weekend. Time to start thinking about traveling, right? Yeah, absolutely. What is the latest on fare cost right now? Mm. Good question, and I got some good news for you on that front. Would be travelers looking to fly this fall? Now might be the time to buy. Really start looking at it. The Hopper app, which I know you use, my friend, says its late summer travel index claims the average domestic airfare could drop to as low as $286 round trip. That's $286 round trip for bookings made in August. That's down 25% from May when the average fares topped $400 and down 3% lower from last August. Airfares typically drop about 10 to 15% during this low autumn travel season, but the drop's even steeper than normal in wake of those really abnormally high airfares we've been talking about for the early summer that were driven by high fuel prices, staffing shortages, and just a real big demand for people. Gas prices are dropping pretty quickly. Does that appear to maybe be impacting the price we pay when we want to, to fly? Well, I don't have too much research in regards to that that I've done for this report, but of course they do, right? Anytime those oil prices drop, they're going to affect all things fuel, including airfare. So, of course, they will have some impact. So cross your fingers that they keep going lower and lower and lower. Let's just keep hoping sure. for that. Now, JetBlue has a deal. I'm fascinated by this. What can you tell us? Oh, yes, and you don't have very much time at all to take advantage of this. So this is what's going on with JetBlue. They announced a two-day fall sale. This is for dates in September 7th through November 16th. Those are the dates you'll have to book for. Travelers can get $25 off one-way flights, those that are worth more than $50. So flights that are worth more than 50 you can get $25 each way off. That's exclusive. Excluding taxes and fees, of course. The deal is valid on nonstop flights only. Customers must book by tonight, one minute before midnight at 11.59. So you just have a few hours left to take advantage of this deal. The deal also does not apply, apply to fares on Fridays or Sundays, mint fares, transatlantic flights, or previous bookings. But still a good deal if you can make the dates work. Yeah, I always like those. I think we've talked about it in the past. Sometimes when you're looking for a deal and it's only offered at a certain time, it requires you to be a little more, uh, have improv, I guess, when you want to travel and go for that trip when you might be second guessing. And sometimes those are the most fun trips and turn out to be the best. Yeah, and I always say, like, if you're working with an employer and you have sort of a cool boss, just 
be open with them. Don't like put in your travel request and be like, these are my hard days I need off. I really suggest sort of working with your boss or employer if they're open to it. Like even sometimes I'll sit down with Google Flights and be like, all right, here's my open window of time. What's going to work best? Because if you have flexibility with those dates, you really can get the best deals. Now, I believe a lawmaker wants your input on seat size. Am I right in saying that, one of our governors? Oh, yeah, not just my input, your input, everyone's mm -hmm. input. That is true. This is what's going on there. So if you think airplane seats are too small, this is definitely your chance to speak up. The U.S. Congress is directing the FAA to establish minimum dimensions for airplane seats. It's not really your imaginations. They really have gotten smaller over the years as airlines try to fit more passengers into their existing planes. So after years of inaction, the FAA finally has announced that it will open a 90-day comment period to allow feedback on these airplane seat sizes and standards. Details on how the public can weigh in will be announced very soon. They're expected to be published in the next weeks on the Federal Registry. So yeah, this is a huge issue all the time. And I have a tip for you. And I actually got uh, sort of the reverse end of this trick. And I've heard people doing it. Sometimes it works, it doesn't. So if you have a not fully full flight and you're looking at that seat map, even if you're at the gate, lots of times you can change your seat right at the gate, right? So if you're traveling as a couple or with a pair, uh, something you can always try to do is if it's a row of three seats, book the two bookends. So book the aisle and the window, and then hopefully no one's going to want to sit between you two, right? So hopefully that middle seat would stay vacant. So I recently had a couple of trying to do that on a flight back across the Atlantic, and unfortunately it ended up being a full flight. So I got stuck in that middle seat mm. between them, and they were chatting back and forth right over my face the whole time, <laughs> sharing food. So it doesn't always work out, but it, sometimes it does. You I'll just really have to take advantage of that seat map that you can usually get to by your airlines app that's a great travel hack and uh, i guess it does come with its own risk uh, sometimes for me if i'm flying in the morning i like to uh lay my or lean my head against the window so i'll book the window seat and if i'm flying in the afternoon i'll try to book the aisle seat um, but I, I like what you're doing there that's a good little travel hack um, are there any new trends in airport food i feel like we've seen the same thing for so long oh. is there anything new to, to note all right, this is really cool, and it was just published in an awesome travel website called The Points Guy. A lot of people have heard of that, right? So this is what's happening right now, this month, new at the Raleigh-Durham International Airport in North Carolina. Look at those glowing blue lockers wow. there. They look like lockers, right, along the concourse wall. Well, those neon colors are not for stuff. They are for Food And many are thinking this could just really revolutionize the way we get our food in airport. So at first look, it really does look like lockers, right? But really what's happening in here is what's called a mobile food hall or a ghost kitchen. So there's a number of kitchens actually taking place behind that wall. Travelers walk up to a kiosk along the side. It's a touchscreen. You can place your order and then it's completely human free as far as contact goes, as person to person contact that is. They they put your order in through the touchscreen. You can also scan a QR code and you do the ordering on your 
screen of your phone, and then the kitchens behind that wall will make your food and put it in a designated locker. You'll be alerted to which locker to pick up and unlock using a code, I believe a code, or some sort of awesome technology. We'll unlock it for you once you know which locker your food is in, and you can enjoy, my friend. That's pretty cool, right? Especially if you know ahead of time where and what company is doing those mobile food halls. You can really think ahead and order your food ahead before you get on that flight. I'm not a big airport eater, I have to be honest. Like, usually, I just wait till I land because I'm always excited about some exciting restaurant or something like that. I'm a big believer in just bringing some trail mix, unless you got one of those long flights, because airplane food is not so good, as we all know. It's really rare when you get a great feast when you're midair on the plane. You're sort of at the mercy of that airline. Yeah, those cookies are great on the airplanes. For free food, which most of them don't. Oh, absolutely. The cookies are good, but the food overall is uh, is not the best. I like this idea also in part because we're, a lot of uh, airports and really just fast food restaurants, restaurants in general, in some spots are having a hard time filling their staff just because there's still a bit of a lingering worker shortage. Totally. Yeah, so this addresses that issue as well, it seems like. Totally. I agree. I have one more food story for you if you want to check this out. You guys might have talked about this or heard about this. There was this hungry hungry traveler who may have just paid for the most expensive McDonald's breakfast ever. The passenger traveling from Indonesia to Australia is being fined $1,900 for leaving two undeclared egg and beef sausage McMuffins and ham croissants in their luggage. Yeah, biosecurity dogs sniffed it out, those sandwiches, and they were have, had to be sent to be tested for foot and mouth disease. This comes after authorities in Australia introduced a lot of new bio, biosecurity rules to combat that foot and mouth disease. So yeah, got to be aware of those ag rules. We have them coming into the islands here in Hawaii as well. So just be aware. Yeah, you don't want to have those things in your... But also, like, who... I hope that was his carry-on luggage. It doesn't say in the script. Yeah. But can you imagine putting egg McMuffin sandwiches in your check luggage? I hope not. I hope that was in his carry-on or there. That is, that's a story that I'm, I'm torn on because on one hand, I feel like the fine is quite extensive. I mean, that's over $1,000. But on the other hand, how do you put that in your luggage? Uh, that just is stunning to me. So I feel like maybe the crime doesn't fit the punishment, but the crime itself is pretty uh, wild and probably pretty dumb to, to, com- to commit. Yeah, the smell and grease stains alone would be a fine in itself inside my <laughs> luggage, I think, because it's always so jam-packed. So, yeah. Well, you saw the way I roll my luggage. Yeah. No, I'm the same hey, way. I usually just carry a... I, I'm one of those people, I try to travel as cheap as possible. So when I see the option of a free carry-on, but then you got to pay like 35 bucks for luggage, I just have this little carry-on bag. It's got a strap. It kind of expands. And I, I take your tips on folding. I think those are wonderful. And I just go with the carry-on, and I try to save that money by avoiding the big luggage if I can. Me too. I, like, really take uh, the idea of budget and thrifty traveling as a game. I really, really try to do it as best as possible. I'm a big believer in leaving with just a carry-on or backpack like you, and then you always have the option to check something later, right? So on your return flight back, if you buy stuff or you just end up with more, needing more space on the way back, I've even, like, 
bought so much stuff at locations before and it only had to carry on going there but coming back i had to run by home depot buy a moving box and stuff stuff in it and check that which is also a travel hack because on most airlines large moving boxes count as a large luggage so just the same cost as a check bag and you can fit so much more into it of course weight is the factor there it's not really the space it's the weight but if you don't even have to buy a suitcase just put it in a moving box let the airline take care of the rest. That's genius. Jonathan, uh, you, you do a lot of traveling. You've been to some really exciting places recently. What is next on the planner for you in terms of uh, hitting uh, the sky and going to a, a different spot? Well, I just island hopped this weekend, so there were some really good fares being offered uh, in our island, and there still are if you're here in Hawaii, if you happen to be taking a trip to Hawaii. So that was this weekend. I went to the traveling on the big island of hawaii and went to the volcano yeah it was awesome wow. and then uh up next i'm going to germany berlin next, uh october yeah and honestly the fares are dropping but they're, i'm not finding as many deals as i want to there but the cool thing about germany is they use the euro which you probably heard about the euro is on par with the dollar for the first time in decades so you're basically getting like 20 percent off years past when wow. by using your dollar against the euro so europe is a very exciting place to travel to right now especially in the fall because a lot of the peak travel seasons are dying down there as well so yeah that's my plan so far and of course got to get home to see grandma there in illinois in the midwest at some point over the holiday season so i'm looking for airfare there as well and like we talked about now is the time to buy if you see any deal out there buy it now and if it's a refundable fare you can always change it later sure. well jonathan sapi with the hawaii news now with his wonderful segment unraveling your traveling jonathan you always bring the goods we appreciate the information and i uh, can't wait to hear about your next trip Awesome, man. Have a good one.